for me, I'm just going to go back to uh, the defensive line for the uh, for the 49ers. I think uh, I'm not saying Chase Young, but I'm saying that entire unit together, Nick Bosa, Chase Young, Kevon Greenlaw, all those guys, they have to come up with some plays. They have to control the line of scrimmage. And I think that's going to be the, the, the big game that I'm watching, the game within the game that I'm going to be watching is how much are they going to be able to control the gaps in the run game and how much are they going to be able to um, put Mahomes in pressure situations without allowing him to to run in space because that's what he's going to look to do. I mean, we we all know. I think Patrick Mahomes is probably the most underrated and probably the best scrambler um, in playoff history. I mean, the way that he just he runs in pressure situations and he'll just run a 50 yard run for some dumbass reason and he gets down the field yeah. and it's crazy but he just does it all about the balls podcast with mark davis chris kamehart luke rule and nick the doc skirkles it is Super Bowl 58 week. Yes, it's finally here. The Kansas City Chiefs, the San Francisco 49ers, this Sunday in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm Mark Davis. This is All About the Boss Podcast, and I'm in the sack house, and I'm joined alongside Luke Rule, Nick the Doc Skirkowitz, and Alan Tomasello. No Chris Meinhart, no Jake Winnikine. Some unfortunate events happened this week. It's been a hell of a week, but Luke, start us off. How, how are you feeling just a few short days away going into Super Bowl weekend? Yeah, I'm feeling good. I mean, excited for the game. Uh, I mean, not not really the game I wanted to happen, but obviously, but should be a good matchup. Uh, I mean, Niners on paper look way better than the Chiefs, but also playing against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, so they're very hard to bet against, as they proved over the last six years when Mahomes is the starter. They're hard to bet against. I agree. I agree. Doc, how are you feeling? You know, just a couple short nights away, like I said. How are you feeling going into this? This Wonderful weekend, honestly. Uh, real good, real good. Uh, Patty Mahomes getting all the distractions, so we'll see what happens. I mean, like he didn't have enough family shit to deal with. He's he's now got his dad, but we'll talk about more, you know, more on that later in the show. And uh, you know, fuck the Chiefs, going Niners. <laughs> Alan, how are you feeling? You know, just a few nights away. Like I said, just a few nights. How are you feeling going into Sunday? Yeah, man. Uh, it's Mardi Gras in St. Louis, so I'm about to get fucked up. Um. And then I'm gonna watch the Super Bowl on Sunday, so it's gonna it's gonna be a good time. Um, and I really don't care who wins, um, except as a Patriots fan, I always want you know would be uh, goats and conversations like that to be ended, you know, early. So I guess I have to go for the 49ers, you know. Well, if the Niners win, though, they tie the Patriots for most championships and I franchise don't care. history. Do it in 20 years. That's true. I mean, they've done it. Yeah, it took a little longer. But, yeah, I'm doing pretty good, boys, just a couple nights away until I'm on a cruise ship ready to watch Super Bowl on a ship out there in the Bahamas. The weather has been rough out there. Everyone's been, you know, having a hell of a time out there with the wind and the rain, but it's supposed to be cleared up by the time we get out there. So can't wait for that. And uh, before we start this Super Bowl preview, you know, I know Doc and myself, and I know I talked to Riz about it. It's We lost a legend. I, I know Luke's a big country boy. I know, Alan, you said that you know who he is, but – we did lose uh, Toby Keith over the uh, Monday night. He's had stomach cancer for six months, and we just wanted to pay tribute to Toby. And he said stomach was, cancer for like since twenty one. I thought it was six. He said they something, said he's been, and uh, 
he said hey, something in December of 22 about how it was kind of like it was really well I just wanted to pay tribute to the legend you know us military put boys fucking, put your fucking red solo the, uh, up. I don't have red solo cup but I do have a beer for him On, so I'm the only motherfucker out here unbelievable I will say rest in peace Toby we I had a drink you. yesterday okay I don't Sorry want to fucking hear it, Jesus, I want to see. I want to see what you got right now. I got, I got an empty cup. He will be missed. He's like I said, he's one of the biggest patriots out there when it comes to uh, the military. And me and Alan were talking about that before the show. He been out there, you know, the USO. He's been downrange with the, the boys and the women out there, and he loved his troops. He loved his country. He's a patriot. To, to, Toby Keith was the number one uh, USO uh, supporter. And he did the most trips out there out of any artist. Yeah, in history. So, no, I I listened to Toby all day yesterday. Pretty much, it was a Toby Toby morning. Pretty much all the first half of the day, I kind of finished that the, by lunchtime. So yeah, it was Toby Keith yesterday. I'm pretty sure he's probably the most. He's gonna probably be the most played guy on Spotify for the next probably few days. He, yeah, he, he's already all of his rec, uh, like last four albums are already top of the charts on iTunes as well. Yeah, I've been having him. Wait, he, he's, he's got he's got bangers for days. Uh, his music's gonna live on forever. And and I was talking to Riz today too. His last song, you know, "Don't Let the Old Man In." That it was fitting. He he pretty much wrote that. He knew he was his time was coming, and he was pretty much telling Jesus in that song, like, "Don't let me go." And you know, Jesus unfortunately did this thing, and Toby's out there with him right now. So, but let's move on, boys. Uh, he would want us to talk football, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk the Kansas City Chiefs, the San Francisco 49ers, a rematch of four years ago. What storylines, what matchups are we expecting? What ones are we looking forward to the most? I mean, there's so much that we could talk about. Like I said, the rematch, the emotions that Nick Bosa's already spewed out there with the referees and the uh, poor officiating call four years ago. You know, you have the Patrick Mahomes. Is he going to try and catch Brady? What are we looking at here, boys? I'll start. Honestly, I'll start. I'm, I'm looking <laughs> – I'm I'm looking, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of talk about Brock Purdy. I'm looking at that matchup against uh, what has been probably one of the most elite defenses in the NFL um, as of late. I'm looking to see, you know, a lot of talk about him being MVP and what he's done for this team. Obviously, that four interception game against Baltimore kind of shut that down. Um, but looking to see how he can step up in the big moment. You know, he's got another opportunity, kind of shit the bed. They had a three-game losing streak there at one point in the season, so – See how he does in the big pressure situation. First time coming to the the big dance, um, you know, and see. I want to see CMC ball out. I know that. I want to see CMC go off. I'm, I, I might put a bet in, take him for three touchdown scores because if he gets it, fucking great. If not, you know, it is what it is. I mean, Chris McCaffrey should be the focal point of that offense with the Niners' rush defense being in the average. Like yeah. they're in like the yeah. middle of the pack out of there. So well, yeah, they he should would, be. You would, yeah, would hope, but who's calling plays? That's the thing, Shanahan. Yeah. That's that. That's another storyline. Is Shanahan's ego get out of the way? It's his ego. I mean, what's he gonna do? Well, that's, that's so, so that's where you get back into it, though. This is this is the big deal. Is we've seen it all off season or, uh, or postseason rather. You know, a lot of a lot of game plans changing. You know what I mean? Are they gonna change it up or are they gonna run with what they know and and use CMC the way he's intended to be used? He is a huge weapon both as a running back and RB one and as a receiver out of the backfield. So, you know, what are they gonna do here? Is is if they go down seven nothing on the first drive, are they gonna just try and loft everything up through the air, give up on the run game like we've seen in the postseason? Are they gonna change a game plan? Or are they gonna stick to what they know works and come out in the end? Yeah, I mean I <laughs> I expect Shanahan to still – I mean, 
that's that's part of the story of its own is like it's this it's the Chris McCaffrey effect with Shanahan. I mean, the run game four years ago was deadly. It carried him through the playoffs. Jimmy G was literally a non-factor against the Vikings, against the Packers in that run that they had against in the 2019 playoff run they had. And then this year it's been more Brock Purdy with a mixture of Chris McCaffrey towards the end of the game. But, you know, the Lions and Packers, they weren't good run defenses already, and they still avoided McCaffrey early on. And I get it. The Chiefs are in the middle of the pack. They're better than the Packers. They're better than the Lions. I mean, like I said, they're average. So I, I think that this defense, pass defense, and hitting the quarterback is de- better than the Lions and Packers. So – McCaffrey, Shanahan needs to put that ego aside because he's got the most pressure, in my opinion, this whole Super Bowl. And he needs to trust McCaffrey, needs to trust that, that to open the play action, and then just let Purdy do his thing off, off the play action. That's all you need to do. And then let him respect McCaffrey enough to crowd the box and then you have more one-on-ones out there with his receivers and tight end. Yeah, I think that uh, one matchup to look up is the uh, San Francisco's defensive line against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, San Francisco only blitzes. 18%. That's third in the league, third lowest in the league as far as blitz percentage for the entire year. Um, and they still get pressure. Um, they, they they weren't really high on hurries and, and pressures uh, statistically, but teams were running the ball better on them. So, so that was another thing that they were doing to try to keep people off of them. Um, the the defenses are actually kind of opposite where the 49ers have um, a, a good run defense and a shoddy pass defense. You can get the ball deep on them. But the on the flip side, the Chiefs give up their 18th in the league in rushing yards allowed and their third in the league in passing defense. So do we look at those different metrics and we look at where, where they're at? I think that the big um, difference in this game is going to come from, can the San Francisco 49ers get pressure on Patrick Mahomes with their defensive linemen, their four down linemen, while also being able to put a, uh, a spy on him to keep him from making plays and beating them with his feet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean- it's going to be tough to control Patrick Mahomes, especially. I don't know if Chase Young is going to step up this game, put some effort into it. I don't know if he's been chilling the last couple of weeks. But, I mean, they, they have a tough test with Mahomes, especially like that, that pass defense. Like, Mahomes, if, if he's got time in the pocket, he can just light them up on, even with his shitty receivers. I mean, <laughs> but if they put Kelsey in space, like, if they don't figure out a way to, like, man Kelsey, double man Kelsey. He's just going to find the open space in the zones and just sit there, and Mahomes is going to hit him all day like they did the Ravens. He's, Kelsey's the master. Like He doesn't run routes. He just runs and finds open zones like, and fucking well, gets the, the ball. That's what that's one of my matchups there, Luke, or storylines I'm looking forward to is outside Travis Kelsey, which which weapon? That includes Pacheco. I know that they, they run him like a dog, but – which weapon outside Travis Kelsey is going to step up? Is that going to be Rice, who, you know, he's been used the second half of the season pretty well? MVS, Hardman. I mean, you have uh, Sky Moore's coming off injury. Is he going to play? Kadarius Tony's been practicing. Can he step up and make some plays like he did last year in the Super Bowl? Which guy outside Travis Kelsey is going to be that guy from Mahomes? If, if Mahomes is uh, covered, you have Watson, who occasionally has a big game. Noah Gray out there is a backup tight end. He makes some catches out there, too. So if, is it going to be just Travis Kelsey-Mahomes connection? Or do we see a second, potentially third guy? I think Pacheco's huge. I think they need to just fucking use Pacheco. I mean, the, we saw that the Lions and the Packers running the ball pretty well in the 49ers. I think Pacheco can do it. He runs hard. He runs physical. And he gets involved in the passing game, too. So it's like it's not Christian McCaffrey, but he's Christian McCaffrey-like. As in, like, he's used to that kind of, like, ability where he can catch the ball out of the backfield and run hard. So 
I want to see which guy outside number 87 is going to step up for Patrick Mahomes and this Kansas City Chiefs team. Because Mahomes can make he can make things work, but it's the Super Bowl. So which guy is going to step up this year? Yeah, like the I mean, last year? when you look at the advanced stats um, for, the, for the season, I mean, Kansas City is number one in the league in uh, yak. So they do a lot of short passes. They're doing a lot of things that are trying to get their guys in space to be able to make passes, uh, to, to make plays with those those catches. And Rasheed Rice is really big on that. And that's that's what a lot of the he's done in the playoffs. They they haven't been throwing the ball deep to him. They haven't been even getting him really involved in intermediate. It's that short to, to medium range where he's he's able to eat up and then get extra um, you know extra plays off of that. Um, but on the flip side of that too, we look at San Francisco 49ers and they were uh, fourth in the league in yards uh, after contact in rushing plays where the, the Kansas City Chiefs are bottom three in the leagues, only 611 yards after contact in rushing plays. So who's going to control the gaps on the, on the defensive line? I, I think this game, there's all these different guys. There's all these big stars in this game. There's, there's, there's skill players all across the board. We, we want to talk about Isaiah Pacheco being this next guy up. And, but, you know, you got Rasheed Rice and you got Travis Kelsey. You got Debo Samuel, Christian McCamry, uh, McCaffrey. You got uh, Brandon Ayuk. You got all these stars on the field, right? Right, but this game is going to be one in the trenches. I, I agree. That's that's the thing is I, I want. I think it's going to be a heavy dose of running the ball. I, I really do. I think Reed. He's not a big guy that loves running the ball in his history, but he knows it's working. I get it. Pacheco didn't have a lot of big yards last time against the Ravens, but those were big runs that he had. Though I get it. It was only like three point yards of carry, but those were still big yards. Like he was chewing up the clock. That's what they were doing, and they got the early lead. And I, I still think whoever if someone goes up 14-0 in this game, the other team's not coming back. I don't think the Chiefs are equipped to come back in this type of season they have, and I don't think the Niners can come back on the Chiefs because Mahomes won't allow it. And this offense and that defense is pretty good. That's the problem. So which team runs the ball? Which team gets the ball first too? Because uh, most teams like to defer, but th- this is a team. These teams trust their defense. So it, who gets yeah. the ball first? Who makes that statement? That, that That's key too. I think that if if the 49ers come out and make the running game a priority, they come out and try to bully them up. I think that they can make they can take advantage of this game. You get Debo Samuel on the outside. Um, you get Christian McCaffrey inside the tackles. And uh, who was it? Was it you, Luke, that was talking about a, uh, a three and a half yard um, prop bet for uh, Eli Mitchell? Like I can yeah. th- I can see <laughs> them just getting guys in and just. You're, you're going to see them try to establish the run to take advantage of the game. And, um, you know, Chris Jones is, is a great defensive tackle, but, you know, he's really known for what he can do in the passing game and knocking down passes, getting pressure on quarterbacks, all that stuff. He is a good run defender, but he's the only guy on that team. And I think that the the Niners have the decided advantage there. But what I would say is that I can see the script going, at least the way that this game unfolds, Kansas City can get out ahead. I I don't subscribe to the theory that the Niners can't come back, that Mahomes won't let them happen, because I think that we saw a tale of two halves last week bet- between the two teams. And the first half in against the uh, Ravens for the Kansas City Chiefs was the perfect game plan, but they got shut down. They couldn't do anything in the second half. But they only, but they only allowed three points in the second half. Hey, that's, that was defense, right? But then you saw on the other side of the game, you saw the other game, and you saw the 49ers explode in the second half. And you see them get down two weeks in a row. They got down, and, and Brock Purdy is the difference maker for what this San Francisco 49ers team is to what 
uh, Kyle Shanahan's career has been. That's what I would say. But I agree with you there. But the problem is the Lions and the Packers defense, they're, they're nowhere near the Chiefs defense. When it comes to covering guys, stopping the run, getting hit to pressure the quarterback, that's the problem. Is like We saw Lamar and the offense struggle there, and they were in the most electrifying offenses all season long, including in that Texans game. They shut down Lamar three points in the second half. They allow – an average was seven points coming in that game all year in the second half. So if they're down 14, 17 points like they were against the Lions and then the Packers – well, Packers weren't really down much, but they were down. They are going to have a hard time coming back. And we yeah, I get it. Mahomes didn't score in the second half, but guess what? They did throw a deep pass, and they could have scored if they had more time. They, they got only like the 25-yard line on the Ravens' sideline at the end of the game. If they really wanted to, they probably could have scored if, if it had I to. Just, I just see this this year they've had that happen so many times, and at, at some point it's going to catch up to you. You don't always get that, that game. And it's happened so many times where they've been up, and then in the second half they just can't score, but they hold on defensively. And the Niners are not the team to do that with. Because the Niners have so many skilled guys everywhere. I just, it makes it tough. And I don't know if they can actually hold somebody down for an, the Niners down for an entire half. No, I agree there. I mean, I, I think that, I, I think another thing, boys, we need to be watching, like I said, is the emotions. Like I mentioned four years ago, right? We mentioned Nick Bosa. He got held a lot. That's what Jake says. That's what he says. I mean, Nick Bosa came out um, a couple days ago or whatever last week said they hold a lot. Well, that's four years ago they hold a lot. This is a new offensive line. George Kittle was very emotional after the game. He said he's going to be back there. He's going to do whatever it takes to win. We saw Travis Kelsey get in the Ravens' head, and, and Luke will test attest to that. The Ravens beat themselves partially with that. Do not let Travis Kelsey, do not let the Chiefs team get in your head. Do not let them don't, – don't play their hand. Don't sit here and fool – because you know they're going to bring shit up. You know they're going to get a little bait. They're going to throw the bait out there for the, the 49ers to beat themselves up. I think Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, the guys that played on this team four years ago, they need to control that emotion because – Emotions run high in the Super Bowl, and you do not want to have a 15-yard penalty that gives the Chiefs an extra first down and a cheap first down, and then all of a sudden now you're wasting another four minutes off the clock right there. So the Niners need to be able to make sure they don't beat themselves. Yeah. I mean, all, all the pressure's on the Niners in this game. Like, the Chiefs lose. Okay, so what? I mean, they've been, they've been here a lot. So Mahomes already has two rings. Like, so what? But the Niners lose again. Like, they, they just can't finish the season. Like, it just won't happen. Like, they've been, what, this is their third Super Bowl without winning in a row if they lose this one? So, I mean, yeah. all the pressure's on them. And the Chiefs have been, like, every week in the playoffs, they've, they've except the first game against Miami, the Chiefs have been on the underdogs. So, like, they're they're playing with house money. So, like, I mean, everybody, like, all the pressure is on the Bills for the Bills-Chiefs game and all the pressure is on the Ravens for the Ravens-Chiefs game. So, I mean, all the pressure is on the Niners for this game, too. Like if the Chiefs lose, like it doesn't doesn't really affect like their their legacy that much. I mean, yeah, they they get the dynasty and all that. They get their two back to back wins and three uh, Super Bowls in what five years five or whatever years, yeah, it is. Five years. Yeah, so I mean, they, they get that going for them. But Mahomes has been here. You can pretty much write him in the AFC Championship game every year at this point. Like this this is the year we all thought the Chiefs had didn't really have a chance of like really making the AFC Championship and. They they got hot at the right time and you get Patrick Mahomes, he's like he's like Joe Flacco in the playoffs. You know, he he doesn't lose. Well you mentioned pressure and that's what I like and that's why I, I dig I dig deeper. The pressure, yes, on the 49ers. I completely agree with you, Luke. And I've been high on I've been saying it. I've been saying it for the last year or two. The pressure is on Kyle Shanahan. It's out of every 49er on, on that is the coach, a player, 
the most pressure is on the head coach because we saw it with the Falcons. Unfortunately, he was part of that 28-3 collapse, and I, I blame a lot of that on him and Dan Quinn. I get the players got to execute, but it was the, it was what he did. He's a, he abandoned the run early on in the second half because they got shut down a couple times against the Patriots defense. I don't give a shit if you're getting shut down a lot. Run the fucking ball. I mean, I get it. You want to still attack, but when you're up that many points, you're up fucking four scores. Run the ball. Waste the clock. You're playing against Tom Brady. Against the against the Chiefs the first time, he put the game in Jimmy G's hand. Yeah, I know people say Emmanuel Sanders slowed down. It was still an overthrow. Why are you throwing the ball? You're, you know, you're up 10 points over Patrick Mahomes, the next up-and-coming quarterback that we are all, you know, kind of crowning him, one of the prima, the premature goats, but he's still, an all, he's still an all-time great already. So why are you doing that? Why are you giving Patrick Mahomes an opportunity to come back in the game? I know you're trying to win the game, but – it's sometimes you just got to put your ego aside and you got to do what got you there. And that's run the ball. And I, I'm, I'm excited to see Shanahan. I want to see him. I want to see how his brain's working. I want to see him on the sideline, pacing back and forth. I want to see what he draws up because my eyes are on Kyle Shanahan. He needs to get a ring before this contract's up in the next four or five years. And it starts now. All the pressure's on the Niners. This is their Super Bowl to win. The Chiefs aren't supposed to be there, and, and they're there. So you, they were supposed to be there from the start. So – I'll Shanahan better figure it out. That's all I have to say because he's going to be getting a lot of heat if he can't finish this game or if he fucks up doing something stupid. Yeah, but I do think that there is some um, unnecessary pressure being put on the Chiefs, and that is, you know, trying to compare them. Are, are they worried right now about winning this game, or are they worried right now about? matching the Patriots and getting into that, that goat talk because they're getting those questions a lot. They're getting those questions a lot. And it's been a topic of conversation. That's all that's on sports media right now. Everybody wants to talk about Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, where he ranks in the, the goat conversation. And if he wins this one, this is where he'll be at. We talked about it on the show. You watch all these different podcast shows and sports shows. They're talking about that. So is the chiefs head in this game, or are they somewhere else? I, I think that it's going to be here. I think that's where their head's going to be at. But I, I do think that there is a little bit of pressure on the Chiefs in this game. And that is because they're supposed to win now. They've been here. They're the, they're the champs. Yes, the 49ers have to win, right? But now everybody in the world is looking at the Chiefs like, you know, this is this is what you're supposed to do now. You're just supposed to win these games. So there is a little bit of pressure on them. I think, like, dynasty, like, yes. Like, the pressure's on if they want to have a – because, to me, they don't have a dynasty yet. Dynasty, no. in the terms of, a, of sports dynasty, is three championships in, like, a certain amount of time frame. And this, yes, would be a dynasty if they win. They, they've come close to a dynasty. If they would have beat the Bucks, yes, they would have been a dynasty <laughs> by now. But, yes, winning this, Mahomes winning is going to, you know, kind of launch him to that conversation of, hey – the first seven seasons of Brady and, and Mahomes' career, they have the same amount of rings, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff's there. But I don't think Mahomes cares about that. I don't think Andy Reid cares. I think they only care about this game here. I, I think Mahomes just wants to be the best of all time. But he doesn't care at this moment coming into this game. I think he's strictly focused on Nick Bosa, Fred Warner. You know, you got Ward out there. I think he's he's focused on what's out in front of him, and that's the 49ers defense. He's not – Caring about Tom Brady. Tom Brady did his thing, and, and he respects it, but I don't think he's worried about that right now. He's worried about winning in the moment, my opinion yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from, from, from all like the interviews, they, the Chiefs team seems pretty locked in at this point. Like they're, they're not talking about like the future. They're just talking about this game. So, I mean, that's the way it is. I mean, you, you see like they're, they seem pretty – most of them seem pretty calm about it except 
Travis Kelsey. I mean, he's he's pretty fired up. But. Yeah, I mean, I do see a little bit of cockiness out of them too. Um, you know, Travis Kelsey specifically out here shouting right. to the fans like, "Oh yeah, that's bring him, it! This is what I want! This is what I want!" Like, I mean, come on. That's how that's how he's yeah. always been though. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he did. He did it's it's just, just the whole the whole playoffs. He's been doing that. But it's just now in the spotlight because now they've won so many times. Now you see it. So it's like it's like that. It's like we all not you because you're a Patriots fan, but the rest of us, all three of us besides you, Luke will say it. We all want the Chiefs to win Super Bowls in the last few years, but now they're the now they're the villains because they've been there too much. Now they want something fresh because I, now I, they're the enemy. So I think they're now, they're the villains because their faces all over every damn commercial every fifteen seconds. I mean, they're, they're just winning. getting annoying at this point. Like the Patriots were winning. just annoying. The oh, no, no, they were they, not to you. Not to you. They, they were not all yes, over they, every commercial. Yes, they, they didn't were. have every single five minute spot that, that that came up. They weren't all over everything. They were but the Brady quiet franchise. But Brady wasn't the kind of guy. He, I mean, yes, he was winning, but he wasn't the type of personality he was until the, about the undefeated season where he started showing that personality, how fired up he can get. Early on in his career, yeah, he was winning three Super Bowls. I'll give him that. He won his three championships, and I respect it. But he was not the personality that Mahomes is at this early in his career, and you can you can you can agree no, with that. I, mean, I, he I was agree not, with that. I agree with that. That's a different percent. But the second time, well, once they start going defeated, then you saw them all over fucking social media. Then you started seeing well, not social media then, but that was the media itself. Yeah, there wasn't no social media then. But still, like that's what <laughs> they, we are with the Chiefs on, now because they, they were on MySpace. That's also a different era when the, hey, the Patriots are doing hey, it. It's different MySpace alone, dude. <laughs> Me, I'm on MySpace, man. I, I, I will yeah, say one of them was, rocking MySpace is on, Doc. You see, he had the music on the background as soon as you went to the page. Bro, all the music, all the videos. I remember my my favorite video on that shit was back when oh, it just came shit. out was uh, Family Guys. Where's my money? When Stu <laughs> oh, yeah. went at the bottom for the money, yeah, that was like my number one video on that yeah, shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just the personality of Kelsey and Mahomes. They, they've always been that way, even when they were like early on playing together. That's their personality. I mean, it's just now we're seeing a yeah. different light because we, they are the villain in everyone's eyes. I, I will say it's it's really painful to watch Mahomes and Kelsey cook your team and watch three commercials in a row right after t- Kelsey scores the touchdown. Like, I, like that, that's, that's kind of – it hurts even more. Like you can't, can't even get a commercial break without seeing these dudes. Exactly. I, I don't want to see the model commercial. The Ravens are fucking blowing them out. Then you see a Kelsey commercial. But it, once you're <laughs> – once, once Kelsey's beating you and then you see his commercial two times in a row – yeah. It's annoying. Yeah, they did that Dude, shit. That purpose, fucking Mahomes yeah, so and Motto shit, bro. Motto, yeah. man. Yeah, well, remember, he's I, a new State Farm guy. He, he took over Rodgers' spot. I, I guarantee you'll see Mahomes and Kelsey in commercials during the Super Bowl, too. Oh, yeah. 100%. And, and, I'm, and I'm telling you, if Kelsey and them win this Super Bowl, Travis is not retiring. I, I'm, I'm sorry. He's not retiring. He's going to, he is enjoying what he's doing with Patrick Mahomes. Because remember, he, his first half of his career, he was playing with other quarterbacks like Alex Smith. And other guys like that. So now he's with Patrick Mahomes, and they're 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 BFFs. Let's just they are Tom they are Tom Brady and Gronk, as in like that type of friendship, that relationship. They are that. They are like literally BFFs. So I don't I don't see him retiring. I get it. He's got. We're not going to talk about her, but he's he's with a billionaire. Get it. But I don't see him retiring. I see Jason retiring, but I don't see Trav going out yet, especially if they win. I, I think he has another yeah. one or two left in him. I think he definitely considers it though. I definitely because yeah, you can see like you can kind of see how these players like as they're getting closer to retirement how they're they're more in the media they're more setting up like their their next career 
It kind of yeah. seems like that's what Trav, like Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey are doing with like their podcast. Yeah. I, they're, they're, they're showing up on like Pat McAfee's show. Same thing well, that Nick Saban did the same thing this year. Like his last season with Alabama, he was showing up on podcast. I'm on a, I've said that show. Trav thinks that Jason might stick around. He really, he really said that. He said that he thinks that Jason's coming back. I mean, I, I, I think, it, I think it, that it uh, Travis the team done. have. It might depend on like the players coming back and what what happens to free agency if he stays or goes. I think Trav wants to get to four. I think he wants to. T- I, I think when you're, when you're talking legacy, I get it. Mahomes is going to try and go for seven. I think Trav wants to get to four. I think he wants to get to Gronk. I think he wants because he'll have the stats and he'll have the same amount of rings. I think Travis wants to be the goat. I, I, he's not going to say it, but I personally think he wants to get to four rings. I, That's what he I, wants I to do. I think that, and and I'm a Gronk guy, I'm a Patriots guy, but I think that Travis Kelsey has already made it there. He's already the all-time leading catcher in the playoffs. Touchdowns, receptions, yards in the playoffs. That's a big deal. He is the catalyst for their passing game in that offense. He always has been. Even when Tyreek Hill was there, it was always you had to shut down uh, Travis Kelsey because he was going to eat you up on the inside. You could take away Tyreek Hill down the field, but you had to take away Travis Kelsey. And no matter what, you see what they're doing right now. He's He is the catalyst for that passing game other than Patrick Mahomes. So – I I think that he's firmly entrenched, at least in the conversation, and is at least there as far as I think that he is the goat. I love I love me some Gronk. There was there's some unbelievable plays, man. There's I watched a TikTok the other day. It was a five part series of just unbelievable Gronk plays of him just doing fucking oh, Gronk was Gronk a beast. Shit, I, Gronk, right? was a, Gronk was a man. Yeah. I give him that. I I love but, Gronk. I love I, not Patriots guy, but I love Gronk, dude. I, I that was a man right there. He's a big dude doing he that is. shit, too. But I, he and he's huge. very fortunate that Aaron Hernandez had his shit because Aaron Hernandez might have been hey, that man, tight end that was Hernandez with was Brady. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he, uh, he, he, he was good, though. The same, like him and Gronk were on the same team at the same time. Yeah. Drafted like, the same year, I think, too. Can you imagine, can you imagine if like, they both stayed on that team? The Patriots. Oh man, it would have been. I think one would have left. I, I I think one would have been gone because you're not gonna pay. You can't pay two yeah, tight ends yeah. probably. Kind of, kind of like what the the Ravens did when they drafted Mark Andrews and Hayden Hurst same year. Yeah, yeah. Hurst had the potential. It just yeah, Hurst had the potential, but yeah, Hurst, I, I like. Uh, he was our first round pick. He was he our was. first round pick. He was picked before Lamar. Yeah, six, yeah, round. I remember that because you guys straight back yeah. to Lamar, but. But players outside the quarterbacks, outside Purdy, like what what guy, like what kind of like sleeper name are we expecting maybe to make a player to that changes the the course of the game? That's not a quarterback. That's not Debo. That's not Brandon. I, I want like a like kind of underlying guy. Yeah, Kadarius Tony. Watch out for him. Okay. He's he's getting he's getting roasted <laughs> in the media. And all that. And he had a touchdown last year in the play, Super Bowl. Oh my yeah, God. yeah. I, I think he, he played really good oh, in the Super Bowl he? last year. I mean, if he. But if he does, if he catches the ball, he is electric with the problem. ball in his hands. Is that's he, the problem. Is he even going to be active? Ball. Actually, I wouldn't even say if he catches the ball. If he stays, if he stays oh, onside. No, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm telling you right now, Willie Gay. I think having Willie Gay back, that's yeah, going to be key. I think he's going to make a difference. He's going to be playing out there. He's healthy. He wasn't going to play. Uh, he said if it was, you know, if the game was last weekend against the Ravens, he but couldn't play. You- I think having Willie Gay out there, you know, matching up with maybe George Kittle, 
control maybe Purdy's scrambling ability. I think Willie Gay is going to be what a I'm key think- That's what I'm saying. Like, what there. do you think that Willie Gay is going to do against this team? Do you think that Purdy's legs are that big of a difference in this game? I mean, I the scrambling. I mean, ability. I could see why having Willie Gay last game would have been a big deal, but in this game, I mean, I don't, I don't think that Purdy's running ability is going to be the reason why they win. Yes, he's a good scrambler, but. Is Willie Gay gonna really play that great of coverage on on Kittle? I I don't know about Willie Gay being that guy. A, I think he's athletic enough to make a difference. He's gonna be there. He's gonna make key tackles. He's not gonna miss tackles. That's the problem with the Lions. They missed a lot of tackles in the second half. And this Chiefs team, they wrap up pretty well. Now you have Willie Gay out there with Bolton, Nick, Nick Bolton. That that's a star. That's a stud. I mean, in my opinion, I'm very underrated. Linebacker in the NFL, he's not Fred Warner, he's not you know fucking Patrick Queen or Roquan Smith, but he's a dog too. I think I think the linebacker core together, that maybe that's what I meant. Maybe the two of them together, yeah. Nick Bolton and Willie Gay together, is going to make a difference for this this Chiefs defense. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I I think I'm gonna for me, I'm just gonna go back to uh, the defensive line for the uh, for the 49ers. I think uh, I'm not saying Chase Young, but I'm saying that entire unit together, Nick Bosa, Chase Young, Kevon Greenlaw, all those guys. They have to come up with some plays. They have to control the line of scrimmage, and I think that's going to be the, the the big game that I'm watching, the game within the game that I'm going to be watching is how much are they going to be able to control the gaps in the run game and how much are they going to be able to um, put Mahomes in pressure situations without allowing him to, to run in space because that's what he's going to look to do. I mean – we, we all know, I think Patrick Mahomes is probably the most underrated and probably the best scrambler um, in playoff history. I mean, the way that he just he runs in pressure situations and he'll just run a 50 yard run for some dumbass reason. And he gets down the field. Yeah. It's crazy, but he just does it. That's the Titans. So, yeah, Titans will tell you that one. They have the championship. Yep. Doc, any any other kind of like sleepers that we need to keep an eye on for like player wise? <laughs> Uh, I think I'm with uh, I think I'm with Allen on this one. I mean, that defensive line for the Niners is going to be huge. I think that containing uh, the biggest focus is going to be containing Patrick Mahomes. If you can keep him between the the hashes, um, keep him from scrambling and making those big time moves, those magic Mahomes moves that we've seen carry him through the playoffs and in in key moments of the season. So uh, I think it's kind of that same, you know, what they what they did to Lamar. Um, in the AFC Championship game, you kind of keep him contained and force him to be a quarterback. Not that Mahomes is not a good quarterback, uh, but by taking away the time to let plays develop and make magic happen, I think is going to make a big difference on this uh, KC offense. Yeah, because I, yeah, I think what you do when you do that is you force the wide receivers to be wide receivers. It's a, it's a little bit different. It's very much like you're saying with Lamar Jackson, right? You're forcing him to be a quarterback, um, but you I think that concept point, just different results. Yeah, you're you're forcing the wide receivers to catch the ball because that's the biggest weakness of this offense is those guys making plays down the field. You want to take away those close screen plays. You want to take away those short yardage gains and and uh, force them to have to throw the intermediate route passes and hopefully their guys can make those catches. If if we're talking at the end of the game, are we betting on MBS catching that pass or are we betting on Brandon Ayuk? I think we'd all take Brandon Ayuk, right? Yeah, I'll take Ayuk. I might. Yeah. I might. But the thing is, like like Doc was saying, though, like getting if Mahomes can scramble, he is the best quarterback when it comes to street football, like backyard yep. style football. And that's what Andy that's why Andy Reid loves Patrick Mahomes. That's something that McNabb did a little bit in his career, but Mahomes is 
a hundred times better the athlete in the the type of backyard style football that McNabb ever was. And uh, Vic's different because Vic could run, but uh, I think Mahomes' throwing ability with his legs, it's such a crazy ability because that's where the receivers – because if a, if a quarterback's scrambling, we know it's hard for a corner to card a receiver for 10, 12 seconds down the field because they're just going to get open. It's just the way it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't hold them. You can't pass – I mean, you can. It's just going to be a flag. But it's harder for the corners to do that for so long. They have to get the Mahomes quick. Nick Bosa, you know, Hargrave, Chase Young better so show some fucking goddamn uh, effort out there because that Gibbs touchdown was pathetic. He had him, he could have had him two times and he just gave up on the play. They have to get to Mahomes quick. They have to stop the run. I, I, it's just the pressure's on the, the, the Niners. I mean, tell you, like Luke, I agree with Luke. This Niners team, man, it's pressure, pressure, pressure. Yeah, I. I just feel like the Niners. Um, we talk about pressure, pressure um, on them. Yes. But as far as them giving pressure, I again I'm going back to this uh, to this defensive line because they don't blitz 18 percent this year. I mean that is that is a stark low percentage of of blitzes on the year, and um, teams teams not able to get pressure on the quarterback. You what are what else are they doing? They're they're they've got to be in coverage at that point, um, but. Are are you are you gonna sit there and run a zone defense on on Patrick Mahomes? Like he's gonna pick that apart. They, they better not. Kelsey will find those pockets. <laughs> that's Kel, that's Kelsey's bread yeah. and butter. Put put Kelsey in the zone. He'll, he'll find the open open spots in the zone. 11, 12 yards, first down. Just keep yeah. going. Hey, watch watch Kelsey run routes. He doesn't make any cuts. He is running S's out there trying to find open spots. Now, now another another thing that's like uh, not really talked about a lot, but Brock Purdy is one of the better quarterbacks in the league against the blitz. Like, and and that is something that is weird to say from a second year quarterback. And you know, I was beating up Brock Purdy all year long. He's got this. He's got this great team around him. But you do beat down on some of these um, on some of these advanced metrics, and and he's. He's fairly good against the, the the blitz. He's one of the better in, in the league. And the Kansas City Chiefs blitz thirty two point nine percent. And that but the Chiefs are also good against the the quarterback when they do blitz too. It, it's a it's a it's a it's a they're both good at what they do. Yeah. So it's which one is going to be the better one this game? Like, is the Chiefs going to make the stop, or is it going to be more Purdy, or is it going to be a balanced attack? Like, can Purdy make some plays? And it's they're both good at what they yeah. do. So it's. I mean, that's why they're there. And, and I think another underlying guy that we're not talking about is Spags, Steve Spagnola. We've seen – Alan, you know him twice in the Super Bowl, right? The Giants. And he's done it with the, the Chiefs. He knows when to call a defense. Oh, he knows yeah. how to call a defense. He is a master genius out there. I get it. Not a great head coach, but defense play caller. The, the man's good. The, I, the Chiefs aren't loaded with superstars, but they play great as a unit. They play – Great, they play as superstars together. Yeah. They're not just one guy. I get Chris Jones is Chris Jones. I'm not gonna take that from Chris Jones, but McDuffie's pretty good. Kind of one guy, kind of. They're two guys, but kind of two guys. I'll give Kelsey Kelsey. Oh, but which, yeah, the, depends on which Kelsey yeah, shows up. Playoff Kelsey's play. Yeah, playoff Kelsey's different. Playoff Kelsey is playoff different. Trav. He, he is B I L T built different. <laughs> yeah, big trap, big play trap. But boys, Pacheco's coming on pretty good too. Like he's. He is a very physical runner for his size because he's not a big dude, but he runs fucking hard. 
he wants to hit you. He's he's yeah. knees to his chest and he's wearing <laughs> you know, the you helmet. Know who and he's Pacheco to reminds run you me over. of a lot of people don't remember him very much, but I remember him because he was a Tennessee running back uh, in college. Uh, but Jamal Lewis from the Ravens, his first year when Jamal oh, Lewis, Lewis yeah. was there, bro, he would he never yeah. fell backwards. He never got tackled backwards his first year. It was a crazy stat. He just was hitting holes so fast and hard. Guys were not wanting to tackle him. He was a beast. I mean, he's not Derrick Henry, but it's the same running style Derrick Henry has. Like, Derrick Henry, you give him the ball, he's going to fall forward for at least two. Yeah. Yep. He's from the hole. He's he's so big, he'll just fall forward. Or kind of how early, early Zeke was. Like Zeke was very physical oh, yeah. in his early years yeah. with the Cowboys. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Now uh, he's just kind of dumb boys, shit. <laughs> uh, he had a decent. Hey, I, I think as a number two running back last year, he did decent. He, he did decent. But boys, it's time. Chris, Chris, and Jake gave me their predictions. Uh, Chris has the Chiefs twenty-seven to twenty-one. Patrick Mahomes as the MVP. Of course, our 49er faithful Jake Winnikine. Has got the his team 31-28. Brock Purdy as his MVP. So well, who are our Super Bowl winners? Score. I want the score here. And our MVP. I'll go last. Start us yeah. off. Yeah. I'll save the best. I'll, I'll start us off. So I'm gonna go. I'm going KC 34-24. With uh, I'm, I'm gonna put Mahomes with Kelsey as a close second for MVP. You get 34-24, you have a 10-point game. Yeah. It, do they pull away late, or do they are they consistently around that like threshold 10 points? Uh, the game? I, I think they finish it off. Like, they, they go up 10 in the fourth. Uh, I think they consistently lead the game. I think, I think they get the ball. I think they probably score first. Uh, I'm looking at throwing a prop bet for uh, Kelsey first, first touchdown. So <laughs> that's, that's very possible there. It's very yeah, possible. So, yeah, I'm looking to throw in that prop bet. I'm, I'm guaranteed doing an anytime touchdown for Kelsey and an anytime touchdown for uh, CMC. So, but two I'm, safe I'm, bets. I'll give you that one. Really leaning on the first touchdown, Kelsey. Well, I'm going to go the Kansas City Chiefs. I have a closer game than you, Luke. I have the Kansas City Chiefs 27 to 20. I'm coming close to putting Not Pacheco. I, hey, yeah, well, I'm going against my Niners. I'm going against my nine. I'm going against my Niners bet here because I had the Niners before the playoffs, but I didn't realize Mahomes was going to be here. I thought the Bills could knock him off. So, but I'm going to go the Kansas City Chiefs 27-20. I'm very close to putting Pacheco as MVP. I think the problem though is he's going to have a fumble somewhere in the game, probably the second quarter. But he's going to have two overall touchdowns. I think he'll have a receiving and a rushing touchdown. But I have Mahomes going like 29 or 40. For 300 plus yards, two passing touchdowns, no turnovers. The only turnover for the Chiefs would be the Pacheco uh, fumble. I think Purdy will have an interception somewhere in the game, and I think he'll have a fumble as well. I think he'll have a strip sack. So I think that Purdy's going to ha- not struggle, but he's going to have two turnovers that are going to kind of be the difference makers area. The Chiefs defense is going to play up. They're going to step up this game, and I expect it to be close throughout the game. I think the Chiefs will score the last two minutes. The game will go with Purdy's hand. And I think that's where the fumble happens. I think the fumble will be the last play for the 49ers offense this year. And then you'll start questioning Brock Purdy for 2024 and 2025. Sure. So people will start doing that. It won't be one, me. One little guy like Alan, 
Al will do it. I guarantee Al will be Al will be in the summertime. He questioned Brock Purdy. He'd be like, well, he had two turnovers, you know, he had a chance to go tie the game with Mahomes, and then he fumbled the ball, he got hit and fumbled the ball with his little baby ass hands, yeah, same size as Mahomes. Baby ass hands, hands, but you got baby no, hands, I, dude. I got Mahomes going here, getting his third Super Bowl in his first seven seasons. Starting to open that conversation now. If he could play another fucking 16 years like yeah. Tom Brady, what will happen? But that's a story for another day. But I got Patrick Mahomes going here 27-20. Go Chiefs. Yep, yep. Well, I got um, – I've been saying it pretty much all year long. I said it at the beginning of the year. 49ers are the most talented team. called it team. again in week 16 when yeah. he changed up his no. Super Bowl predictions. Hey, you're right. You're right. No, but uh, I the 49ers, I said it you know, at the beginning of the year when I picked them to make it to the Super Bowl against the Bengals who got injured. They they, they let me change my pick because they got injured, all right? But um, we'll give you that. I have the Jets, so I, know, hey, you feel, I feel you there. Right? But, okay. but I, I lost Aaron Rodgers week one in the first yeah. four plays. So the Bengals are better after the injury anyways. Yeah. Oh. Okay, that's tough. That's a tough call. All right, I, I'm sensing a little bias, but I, I I'm going. I'm, no. I think the nine. Browning had better stats than Burrow. Okay, I'm done. I'm not doing Browning this. I'm not doing this. Browning might actually play better than Burrow. I'm, I'm not, not saying he's he on the spot, but okay. You know what? I think both of you should take Browning on your team. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I got uh. Look, look at his numbers. Hey, I, I got I got the Niners. I think the Niners are the best team in the league. We look at they're all pros. Um, I had the Niners. Um, I, I just think they got 12 All-Pros on the team, um, and they're the most balanced across all teams. They can pass the ball. They can run the ball on defense. They can they can play good pass defense. I know they gave up big plays, but they can play good pass defense. They can get to the quarterback. They can stop the run. Um, and I just think that it's going to be a great game, um, but I think that we're going to see the limitations of the Chiefs' offense in this game. Uh, it Mahomes is going to put up a Mahomes Herculean game, right? But you're going to see the limitations of the of the receivers in this game. Um, I think Rice will probably have a decent game. Travis Kelsey will have a monster game, but all the other guys will just they're they're going to be drop passes. There's going to be mistakes. There's going to be issues. I don't think that Pacheco is going to be able to run the ball on 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 the Niners because I do think that Fred Warner is going to have a big impact on this game. I think that uh, that defensive line is going to stop the gaps. And uh, as I said earlier, the the Chiefs one of the worst teams in the league with the uh, yards after contact. Um, and, and I think that uh, the Niners wrap up very well. Um, also just a quick stat, the Niners are second best in the league with only 69 uh, missed tackles. Um, so uh, that that's second in the league. And I, I, I just think that, they're the better team. Score-wise, score-wise, I'm a little bit iffy on this one. I think I'm going to go 24-20 Niners. MVP? MVP, uh, I'm going to – Purdy. MVP, MVP, I'm I'm going to go – I'm gonna I'm gonna go McCaffrey, bro. I'm gonna go McCaffrey. Since since 2000, it's not been a strictly just a QB award. We've had some linebackers yeah. there. We've had a couple of receivers. So it's not like the National Football League MVP yeah. where it's normally a quarterback. So linebackers, receivers do win it. Yeah, and maybe a running back. Yeah, wins it. I, I mean, I I could see 
Debo, if he has a big game on the ground and and catches a few uh, good passes, you know, he gets like four for 82 yards rush uh, receiving and he gets like, you know, 10 carries for maybe he gets like six carries. I don't know, for like 80 yards. He gets a total of 150 yards and maybe a touchdown. I I can see Debo winning it, but I I think it's going to be Christian McCaffrey because I think that the the Niners unlocked something in that second half last week. They realized, stop bullshitting around and give the ball to your best fucking player. And Christian McCaffrey went the hell off. And I think that they're going to do the same thing in this game because they know that he is the matchup nightmare for the Chiefs right now. Doc? I am uh, I'm torn here. Uh, I know who I want to win. I know who I'm rooting for. I know who I think is going to win. Uh, but I think the biggest difference maker is going to be the fact that Mahomes has been here and knows how to handle this atmosphere and this pressure. Uh, Purdy does not. A lot of the folks on this team does not. Um, it's not going to change where I stand, but that's my biggest concern going into it. I'm taking the Niners 27-24. Um, I think that the weapons that the Niners have on offense stands up to that Kansas City defense, and I think that their defense – holds true with the Kansas City offense. I think uh, I think the pressure coming from both the edges on that Niners front puts Mahomes in a position where he's got to make quick plays. Uh, and quite frankly, I just – the Chiefs don't have the weapons on offense to do that. Uh, the biggest thing that the Chiefs have seen success from is having that time, Patrick Mahomes scrambling, making those fucking wild circus plays. Um, creating the shit in his own, you know what I mean? This is not stuff that that develops naturally, and I think that's what carries the Chiefs, and I think that the Niners defense is going to come and make a difference to that. Um, So I'm going to take the Niners 27-24, my MVP, because I think he's going to get fucked in the regular uh, season MVP award, but I'm taking my boy CMC because what he has done all season long, and this is what I spoke to earlier about the, the Niners sticking with the game plan, going with what they know works, Feed my man. Let him find the end zone. Let him do what he does. Doc's He's going to be the MVP. Yeah. Doc's putting a big bet on my Chris McCaffrey. I can't wait to hear the bet that he throws in there. You got to tell me that bet before. Oh, you got to text it because, yeah. I'm I, I would not be surprised. Minimum 80 yards rushing. I would not be surprised if the Niners come out first three passes. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm, but that's what I'm worried about. Are we, change, are we doing what we've seen all playoffs long, though, and changing the game plan from what we know works? That digs into my storyline. The biggest yeah. storyline is Kyle Shanahan versus Kyle Shanahan. It's not Shanahan versus Andy Reid. To me, it's the biggest storyline I've been saying it. It's Shanahan versus Shanahan. Do we see the, the Shanahan that is the master the master play caller, or do we see the egotistical, hey, this is my quarterback. Let me show you how I can win with him. I, I tried with Jimmy G, didn't work. Tried with Trey Lance, it didn't work. And now I hear him with Brock Purdy. Yeah. So, but listen, the Christian McCaffrey. They go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. If they if they go three and out on three pass plays to start off the game, that yeah, game's over. Like, uh, I'm not gonna trust Shanahan to do shit. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they get the ball first. Then they go three and out. Chiefs come out, score a touchdown. I mean, that's just gonna be that. That's just gonna be that same thing that's gonna happen. Now we're gonna get the same questions. Shanahan's gonna start playing this own game inside of his head. He's gonna be playing chess against chess, and he's like over here. Just play checkers, dude. Give the ball to your best guy. Since joining, do what you fucking know, dude. Since joining the Niners, all right. Listen to this. Since joining the Niners, Christian McCaffrey has over three twenty games. All right, he's played in twenty games. 
3,000 yards total and 31 total touchdowns. Just give him the ball. Give him That's all the, you got to do. Just give him the just ball. Just give him the ball. I'm pretty sure he's got more touchdowns this year than some quarterbacks do, all right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Probably does. This probably year, does. he's got 21 total touchdowns. He led the. He was tied in the league with uh, Raheem Mostert. Yeah, so. But, no, boys, it's, we're split down the middle. Three Chiefs, three 49ers. Um, me, Luke, and Chris, we're on Matt Patrick Mahomes. And yourself, Allen, Doc, and, and Jake, all on the Niners. And three Mahomes MVPs, two CMCs, and a Purdy. So, I still stand by if the Niners win. I think Fred Warner is my sneaky MVP, but I didn't pick the Niners. But that's who I think would win if the Niners win. But any big plans for it? Like with parties, what are we doing here, boys? Like it's just a Super Bowl. What kind of spreads are we having? Like what kind of food, what kind of drinks? What are we doing? It's a Super Bowl. Honestly, I'm going to do my my usual. I mean, I'm, I'm going to make my homemade pico de gallo, which is fucking I, – I can't say what I want to say to describe it. Um, but the shit's great. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I'm probably gonna probably gonna cook up some great. Sa- I don't know. I might just do a bunch of apps, dude. Honestly, I might just fucking <laughs> might just buy some wings. Might that's just do. Thing is the app. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Just eat all day long. Make yourself you know, buffalo chicken. My dip. wife hit me buffalo with a fucking. Dip. <laughs> my wife hit me with a with a kid's birthday party for Saturday, and I was like, "Do we have anything for Sunday?" And she's like, "Why?" Like, are you serious? <laughs> Whatever we have, yeah. I don't give. A, I don't care if it's if it's bypass surgery. Schedule for Sunday, like cancel that shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Super Bowl's we'll here. Go Monday. Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll go Monday. Exactly. The only problem is though, like everybody left, and with my current job, like I don't meet military people anymore, so I don't really, you that know, makes sense. nobody's coming over. Yeah. Um, I'll so come I, up to you, but it's gonna be well. Well, Cody's here. Cody's still here, so it's just gonna be it's Ooh. gonna be a lonely. <laughs> a lonely Sunday, but uh, you know, dude, fuck it. I'm gonna put the spread out. I'm gonna put the spread out like the whole world is coming over, <laughs> and we're gonna throw everything away the next day, bro. That's what I do God every Sunday. Right. Okay, yeah. all right. I just, yep. I'll, I'll yep. just make an Heard. appetizer uh, tray of uh, like a million things, and then I'll snack on it the rest of the week. Fuck it. And I'm not gonna yeah, lie, dude. Right. I don't know if y'all know this about me, but like, I'm a, I'm a monster chef, dude. Facts. Yeah. I'm on the jersey this, this year. Davis. Davis. You remember when I gave you steak? I also don't remember. Well, actually, you probably don't remember. Yeah, you were probably drunk as shit. I was always hammered at your house. Luke, you going to Nashville? No, I don't don't think so. I think it's going to be too busy at all the uh, sports bars down there. Plus, they they all have fucking cover charges and shit. So it's like $200 to get in. I'm going to pass. I'll probably just chill chill at the house. Uh, You know, I got some uh, buffalo mac and cheese, uh, buffalo chicken mac and cheese going on. Uh, yeah, so probably just chill the house, make some ranch waters. Ooh. Actually, make ranch waters, not that canned shit. And yeah, I was just saying, you said to me that, I was like, I, I've seen nah, ranch waters. Like that. Nah, not that shit. That's just trash. Make your own ranch waters. Just fucking mineral water, tequila, and a little bit of lime. Hey, well, Luke, you know what I'll be drinking? Line. You know what I'll that's, be drinking on the cruise I... line? Sounds like any oh, yeah, bar in like Germany you go to as an American. Mm. They water that shit down. Now, nah, Luke knows I'll be drinking. Nah, in Prague Island, nah, boy. Ran. Ranch water is that, uh, that Texas shit. That's what they drink down there. It's like pretty pretty common in Texas, but nobody up fucking Tennessee knows what it is, so I can't order it for us. Davis, yeah. come home this summer, dude, and I will show you a thing or two about cooking, dude. Well, don't say come home. That's that's saving my first military home. That ain't home. Oh, that's a, home okay. is yeah, home is home is where where you started, where I know you from. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll I'll learn you a thing or two about cooking. I'll teach you something, dude. I dude, I'm I'm a fucking I'm I'm a beast in the kitchen, dude. 
Alan, any big plans? Nah, man. I think uh, Mardi Gras. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend some time with the buds. We're gonna go out to St. Louis, get into some shit, man. Have some good times, and then Sunday I'm gonna chill by myself. I'm definitely gonna drink. I'll probably have some Blue Moon and, and, and a bourbon with me. So, you know, I I go to the Ooh. Blue Moon, and then I graduate to the bourbon as the night goes on, and then and then if I if I'm getting busy. All right, then then I hit him with a little Hennessy uh, shot at the end of the night. All right, that's the that's the nightcap is the Hennessy shot right at the end. All right. All right. Now, yeah, I'll be on a cruise ship, boys. I leave Friday, I get back Monday. I'll be drinking Long Islands and whatever fucking buffets open. I'll have my Luke <laughs> knows. I'll have my dinner. I'll have my dinner. I find a way to dinner. Doesn't matter how drunk I am. I will stumble my way into dinner. Grab my plate. I'll eat real quick. I'll go back to the pool with deck area. Whatever I'm wearing, I'm going to be dressed into the nines that night. I'm going to have my fucking buffet ready to go. My Long Island's on deck, and I'm ready to go. Ready to watch the game. It won't be on CBS for me because, I guess, International Waters, it's ESPN's product. So, not sure if Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are calling the game, but it's some type God, of ESPN. I hope not. They are, but I hope It doesn't really are. fucking matter because it's we're all going to be partying out there anyway. So, like, probably hearing the game hey. is going to be a nightmare as it is, but it's a good we're time. looking forward to next year when Tom Brady calls the Super Bowl, okay? So to give you all some insight on is, how is, long I think Mark it's NBC next year. Next year is Fox. Yeah, it is it's Fox. It is Fox. Yeah, so NBC was last year. And it's gonna NBC be it's year? gonna be in New Orleans, which is the stadium that Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl, which will be his first well, Super Bowl well, calling. That wasn't his first. That wasn't the stadium because remember that Katrina blew the stadium apart, so they built a new stadium. Yeah. City, so, yes, city, you, but. To give you an idea how long Mark has been sliming Long Island and ruining his life. Making- <laughs> it started with Luke, actually. It started with Luke and Chris, actually, Long Island's when I started drinking no, I on the first but cruise. Just to give you an idea, oh. when did you when did you leave Jersey, Mark? 2019. The, 2019. Uh, wintertime. It is 2024, and I still have a bottle of Long Island mix sitting in the bottom of my bar that Mark <laughs> left in my lumberjack house. I used to bring, like, used to bring, like yeah. all the shit for you, you used to bring the mixer because yeah. it came in the mixer shit, it. and you just had to dump it with the alcohol, and I still got a bottle of your mixer shit because I packed yeah, up the lumberjack and put it in storage. Yeah. Because we all moved five in here. Were together. Yeah. We yeah, moved all into five this liquors. house. Yeah. yeah. We moved into all this house in 2020. All mixed together. All I have to do is put a splash of Coke in there myself, yep. and then I, I didn't. But that's because I already had the lemon already in there too. So I have to worry about cutting yeah, the lemon. Yeah, I think that had the alcohol the, in it too. Yeah, yeah, just not the Coke. I, I always bought like a little two-liter Coke or some cans and just poured a little, you know, little like you know. Bro, that like shit was the, that shit. We moved into this house in 2020 because you left it at the Lumberton house, and I packed up everything. It's it's sitting in in the yeah. cabinet under the bar. Been there since I moved in 2020, and I'm like, one day Mark's gonna come home. And you know the shit's still good because it's got alcohol in it. You know what I'm Specs. saying? The shit's still good. No. So It'll probably one day Mark's going to come home, and I'm going to have his Long Island shit for him. <laughs> but, boys, great show. Can't wait to be back Monday to recap the winner. But it's time to go. This and uh, right here. Mm. It's, it's time to head out, get ready for the Super Bowl, get ready for my cruise. Boys, have a safe weekend. Can't wait to be back here again with y'all. Shout out to you, Toby Keith. You are a legend, an American of its own. Rip. I'm Mark Davis. That's Luke Rule. That's Nick Knox Kirkwins. That's Alan Tomasella. Good luck to you, Jake. Shout out to you, Chris. Good luck to the Niners. Good luck to the Chiefs. We are out. Go Niners, baby. Thank you for checking out another episode of All About the Balls podcast. We want to thank all of our listeners and supporters of the Sack House. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe 
and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at the Sackhouse.